0: This interview from Radio Row at Super Bowl 52 is brought to you by Country Financial, Joe DeVere, Kettle River Furniture and Betting, Kevin A. Bear, Liberty Mutual Insurance, Kevin Miller, Coldwell Banker Gundaker Realtors, Western Illinois University, Collinsville Auto Body, Inskip Law, and Glory Pro Wrestling. Well, hey, I've uh,
1: I spent the first couple days here on Radio Row and I've spent quite a bit of time over the last several months with road warrior animal Joe Laurinaitis, so yeah. it's, uh, it's just fitting that here on Radio Row Now, we welcome on his son, former Rams linebacker, James Laurinaitis. What's Never up, James?
2: It. Man, just living the dream. You're, you're doing the media thing now, huh? I am. Just uh, have a unique opportunity to fill in for, for my friend Bobby Carpenter with 97.1 mm-hmm. The Fan in um, Columbus, Ohio. and. They asked me if I wanted to come up to Minneapolis, the home state, to yeah. to see this. So I figured it'd be easy to get some good reps and and uh, obviously network yeah. is a big part of you know being up here.
1: We'll have to get your media credential and your dad's media credential. Get a picture of those two to uh, I know. Toga- <laughs> together. I know. That's funny. So I need I need tips. I'm working with your dad now. We're ten episodes into this. Uh, what are what are some tips with dealing with uh, with Joe?
2: Man. Probably keep him fed, keep him hungry. Yeah. You know, you don't, don't, don't let him get hangry. Right. If you like it's hangry, you know, that's a bad thing. Um, no, he's got, I mean, he's got stories for days, and he, and he really, um, this is something that he's he's good at. He's always good he, at. I mean, when you're a pro wrestler, you have to be good on putting on a show, you right? Know, but he's good at um, communicating and promoting stuff, and he'll. Uh, you know he's a hoot, man. He's
1: good to, when it comes to talking about it, promoting yeah, it. No when da- it comes yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah.
2: Social media, anything like that, even I mean, text yeah. messaging, his voice messaging, uh huh. All of that is um is is will probably get an F. Yeah.
1: Your sister and I have been talking a lot lately, and it's because we are basically trying to run his social media yeah. accounts for him to do all that.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't, none of it really makes sense to him. The hashtags, all of that. When the tweet, <laughs> when the retweet. It's Lord knows he doesn't know how to do a quote to ain't you know, it, there's things that uh, just yeah, not working, not yeah. working for the big we had,
1: we're we're recording the episode one of the days and afterwards, he's like oh yeah, he's like, I'm going to see Jumanji with, uh, with Jacob after this and I go, Joe, I go go in front, I go wherever the movie poster is I go, go and have somebody take a picture of you and Jacob in front of it, I go, we're going to tweet it at The Rock Yeah, I go He'll he'll respond to it, and he's like, "I'm like, i just send it to me. I'll tweet it out from your account." I'm like, because right. I don't know what would have come out of that if he if
2: he. Oh no, there's not a chance. For one, the picture would have been blurry. He <laughs> would have been fine. I mean, I'm supposed to picture blurry? No, no, there was it? a good okay, picture. Yeah, good, it was a good picture. I would assume the picture would be blurry. Um, he's just, you know, for a while, he's just not really. He's not used to the. I think this day and age of of how to you know the promoting back then was it was an easy promo you know mm-hmm. what i mean and it was set up for him yeah. a lot of times by whoever he was working for and now when you're you're doing all this and the opportunities are just you have to take advantage of those of those connections and how to get people's attention like you said yeah. by tweeting it at the rock and um you know who he was and their and their relationship obviously
1: the one thing that really fascinates me about his career and this was i went to uh, the convention with him in winston-salem is that you see all these guys that, you know, you and I probably both grew up watching. Yeah. And it's like you remember, oh, there's, you know, there's that guy. Man, he was like three, four characters, but that's the one that people remember that he's dressed right. up as today. Like with your dad, he and Hawk, they were, you yeah. know, the road warriors from day one. They added face paint. They added yeah. spikes. But for really 30 years, they just showed up. They were big muscle guys, and they just beat people yeah.
2: up. Yeah, they are part of that, you know, that muscle era. and yeah. And, um brute strength, you know, (laughs) and there were a few technicians, you know, in that era, Uh, you know, goodness, Flair's obviously good, but Brett Hart. Steamboat, yeah. These guys that were really talented, but you know, they were just so big, and their gimmick hit at the, at really like a perfect time, and heck, back in the 80s, you really believed that they were beating people up, you know, like they just were so much bigger than most of the guys and just looked different Mm -hmm. that you thought that they were just picking on guys a lot of times, and and then when you know WWF at the time was basically making a lot of their their characters, you know, with Hulk Hogan and, mm-hmm. and Hulkamania, and they wanted to really cater these things to children and get these huge memorabilia stuff off of it. The Legion of Doom was just it was perfect the face right. paint. They had the, the foam shoulder pads in my favorite as a kid. You got the foam and then you had to twist the spikes in. It was awesome. When was, was your light- first time in a uh, When was your first time in a wrestling ring? Oh gosh I don't even remember I don't even remember the first time my dad used to train close close to us uh there's like a little ring close to our house probably the first one I got in mm-hmm um, you know what I mean people who don't like watch wrestling or really understand it like until you've been in a wrestling ring and hit the ropes you don't really you gain a whole new respect once you hit the ropes
1: i got in a ring for my first time ever on monday yeah we went to ken anderson's a whole
2: new respect huh i i mean i've watched it
1: since i was you know 11 or 12 years old you know i get what they do and everything but the first time like i get in the ring ken got in the ring with me and showed me how to take a bump. Oh, yeah. That's and awful. I was sore for two days that's awful. after doing just a couple bumps in there. And,
2: and then, then you climb the turnbuckle, of- and you're like, how the heck did they jump off this thing? I that's didn't. That's I did.
1: one thing. I didn't climb the turnbuckle. I went off the rope back and forth. And I'm sitting there like, how do they do it so fast? Yeah. That's, that was that was mine. because Lots of practice. And yeah. you have to hit it just right, too.
2: Nothing like you know. Nothing like learning how to land on your back flat and try to like yeah. Just, you know, just right. stick your feet and your arms out. You'll disperse the. Imp- yeah.
0: All right. Growing up. <laughs> Growing up with the with the dad in the WWF and the WCW and WWE, did you have any interest in
2: going down that
0: going on you that know, line of
2: work when you were a kid? I didn't. I used to love dressing up and like all the stuff. My dad would bring back one of my favorites was Shawn Michaels. He brought me back a, a pair of Shawn's like original red tights. That's um, nice. You know the heartbreak, the actual ones that Shawn wore. I used to wear those things all the time. I mean, the gloves, the whole thing. I mean, it was awesome. Um, Sean was to me like just one of the best entertainers and just mm-hmm. fun. Um, and then, you know, I, I was young at the time. My mom didn't let me, didn't want me to watch a whole lot of the, the DX era because I was, I was We've, middle school. We
1: actually talked about that one of our episodes. We watched along, so we watched the three-hour in your house DX pay-per-view where. Uh, your dad and Hawk wrestled the New Age Outlaws, yeah. and just watching all of that. And I mentioned, I was like, "So I'm like, you had three kids at home while this is going on, while they're running around doing that." And he's like, "Oh yeah, that was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, he was like, yeah, repeating everything they're doing."
2: Yeah, it. <laughs> that was one of those uh, one of those times where you're just like, "Mom, mom was not happy about some of the stuff that would go on." And you know, you're you're watching to record dad, yeah, and help him out, and but then you had to. With, with everything that was going on with Sonny and Sable, and they were starting to get the, the girls into it that way, uh, you know, Mom did less watch certain sections of the... Who's your
1: Who's your top five WWE divas of all time?
2: Oh, goodness. I don't even think I have a top five, to be honest with you. you have a top Who, who's your down. one? Oh, man, that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> I gotta think about it, man. Do you watch I don't the, know if he's
1: thinking about it, or if he's just stalling, waiting for us to ask the next no. question. Do you watch the current product?
2: <laughs> no, I don't. I don't really watch a lot, to be honest with you. Um, I really stopped watching once I got to college and really. So you were busy, a little busy then, there so in college, busy, huh? Yeah. Little, little busy. Yeah, and no one was affording. I mean, a couple of my uh, my freshman year, some some dorm mates ordered uh, WrestleMania, so I went over and watched with them. Um, that's about really it i mean i i'll watch i mean i went to a couple of wrestlemanias through college my uncle had me down and would go with one of my good uh, teammates one of my buddies marcus freeman and we'd go and i feel like i went to more wrestling shows through college you know than i did growing up because dad was just minnesota wasn't a, was a hot spot for the wwe to come through on right. live shows your uncle never reached out to you after you retired oh no he didn't just say
1: is there, is there any interest there the bug there at all
2: no not at he
1: all. He just knew. There's so much, there's, I think he
2: knew. Yeah, I think he's more. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I've talked to him a little bit. I, you know, gathering information about the XFL a little bit, and just the. Um, I want to see what Vince's plans are, not for obviously playing, but
0: you want to be a coach, or you want to you do um, uh, TV stuff with him, or
2: just really either, just trying to figure out what Just like, be involved. Just what's his, what's his what's his what's his vision? You know, is this mm. just like the last time, or is it more? I'm really wonder what he is going to try to accomplish. Is this going to be a league to compete with the National Football League? Um, how do you do that without implementing some of the same safety rules that I believe culture have already culture's already accepted that head you know helmet to the helmet hits need to be out of it. You can be upset about it that's not the way it used to be, but overarching support yeah. for the new rules
0: absolutely. Yeah. So Did XFL have no fair catch as well. Yeah. Yeah. You so, had to. You had to mm-hmm. take the. Yep. Take the, the beating. What's
2: interesting is I think he could get competitive with college if he wanted to get a minute to NCAA. Yeah. If you're big enough at 18, 19 years old, come here. Well, not only that, I mean, if you make it like you want to be, you know, eighteen, you know, but high school for like a like a system which the college football is. Now, I'm not a proponent for college athletes getting paid while they're playing. I mean, if, if they want to come up with a system to put a certain amount of funds for marketing material, if you want to do autograph signing and they put an account for you, you can touch it when you graduate, I'm okay with that. That's your yeah. likeness. If you want to – they sold a lot of uh, 33 jerseys when I was in college. Um, when you got done playing, you went and did a lot of autograph signings. If you want to let guys do autograph signings and – have that check go into the schools like a certain account and you can keep track of it and then you get it when you're done yeah. okay I'm okay with that but if Vince wants to challenge that system and say hey you know it's no different to me than these kids now that are good at basketball some that don't want to go to Duke for a year they're saying I'm going to go to Europe play for a year and come back yeah. Vince might have something because there's going to be plenty of guys who are like I'm not going to school and then there would be some guys who are like no I want to get that college football atmosphere you know like yeah. there's nothing like going to Ohio State or a Clemson right so he's gonna have to challenge that, and what's and what's the money? What's he gonna pay the guys? That's really the end of the day. When did you first meet Vince? I've only met Vince like once or twice. Oh really? Yeah, because even when you go to TV and stuff, he's so busy. Right. He's so busy. Yeah.
1: We, um, you know, on Monday you were mentioning, you know, how busy you got in college. Obviously, the uh, the great career you had at Ohio State. And then you come to St. Louis, and things just didn't really go nah, that well. No, <laughs>
2: it's a rough time.
1: Yeah, the four years you had, the four years you had at Ohio State, I think what you had double the wins you probably had in your what eight years yeah. were you with the Rams?
2: I think I lost nine times in, in college, and yeah, and uh, lost nine lost times every year. 15, in the- 15 year one. That's
1: uh, what was your first year with the Rams?
2: Oh <coughs> uh, nine, so okay. one fifteen, seven and nine. So you've got to, I mean,
1: to see what someone like Chris Long is. Uh, he hasn't lost in the postseason now since,
2: leaving yeah. the Rams. It's, no, it's you, awesome, it's crazy. It's awesome. Just, no, uh, I love seeing the success of guys that I play with, especially Chris, yeah. um, especially the guys that you know were my St. Louis teammates because they've been around. Um, and more so Chris, like, even when I was telling Rodney McLeod last night when I saw him, you know, you were in St. Louis and we weren't good, but your first year we were 7-8-1. And, mm-hmm. and to Chris and I, that was like, oh, my gosh, we're so close. You know what I mean? But to you it was frustrating. But, I mean, even he said coming out of Virginia, they didn't have winning records all the time. He's like, so that was just a normal, a normal season kind of for him. Mm-hmm. You know, the beat, we were close. But it's the guys who were there prior to that that went through, like, the 1-15, 2-14, Man, I'm happy for Nick Foles. I'm I was really going to say, I mean, Nick. yeah. Um, Nick he, and Sam. I mean, Nick, had, Nick was legit a great close. To, yeah, Nick was legit close to just being done with football. That's not just.
1: Uh, now his pictures next to Tom Brady's yeah, and all I these know. posters in here.
2: But just the kind of guy that he is and, and um, the man that he is. Like, this moment isn't too big for him. Like, Nick, knowing Nick, he's more excited about probably monday and being able to see his daughter and his wife and you know he he has a perspective on life that football is just what he's been blessed to do for a living and you know win or lose is competitive he wants to win obviously but it's not gonna it's not gonna make him cry if he loses and it won't make him cry with tears if he wins he's just that he's level-headed and puts life in perspective
1: what have you enjoyed most about jumping into the broadcast business now
2: well just sticking around the game of football you know i felt you've been doing this since fourth grade it's hard to get out and just go do something right away um something completely different um i'm, I'm dabbling in some you know development stuff in columbus ohio that interests me real estate was going to be my major and then you know we got blew out by florida in oh six and i just basically didn't go to class for a week and that week that semester had to be accounting and so when you skip accounting for the first two classes and you don't get the basics it's hard to Hard to keep up. So I dropped out of business, went into communication. Um, But real estate and urban analysis was going to be my major. And so I've thought about going back and getting a real estate license, not to be an agent, but just to be able to see stuff, you know, pop up, what land's available, and just um, developing things has kind of always interested me. Uh, I know
1: uh, – Your your dad is real proud of everything that you're doing in the uh, radio side of things. Uh, he wouldn't shut up about it mo- a Tuesday, talking to everybody all about it. Everybody oh, yeah. that he sat down, I was asking how James is doing, and he was telling them all about. Well, he you
2: know pops is <coughs> pops is like that with with all three of us. Yeah, and you know he's he's one of those um, super proud fathers mm-hmm. that we, you know, none of us could probably do anything wrong in his eyes. So. Whenever I'd have bad games, and tell him I've had bad games, he'd be always the eternal optimist. I'm like, no, I missed a couple of tackles, and oh no, that wasn't your fault. I'm like, you know, yeah, it really was, you know, kind of thing. But
0: <laughs> you'll be you'll be happy well, that's to good. know yeah, was a- you'll be happy to know that he was the star of Radio Row on Tuesday. Oh, I'm sure the absolute star. I'm sure was, he's got uh, stories
2: great. for. Like I said, he's got stories, got personality, um, and most people you know that are in this room at one point in time, you know, grew up in that era of of wrestling and when it was. I just obviously a lot of us go back to when we were kids and that was like the best moments ever right So, like growing up you're like gosh that era of wrestling or for the whole mj versus lebron like if you grew up watching michael jordan no matter what like for me it's hard to match anyone watching uh wayne gretzky like you saw him it's the same thing with wrestling i you know i don't i don't know if today's era because when you had wwf and wcw i remember even though my dad was in one or the other i would flip during commercials and go back and forth because i'm like I want to see what NWO is doing, you know, yeah. and then you didn't know what craziness was going to happen there. Right. So it was kind of a back and forth deal. What?
1: Uh, what? Give me a uh, give me a story or a topic that I should I should probably touch on with your dad. That you. What, what's your favorite memory? Something I should bring up one day.
2: Oh man. Did he tell you the story about how he when he tried to first coach us in hockey and he wiped I haven't out? Haven't heard this yet. No. Ask him the story about hey, what, ha- what was what happened the first time you put on skates so and went to go coach your? Uh- was it
1: similar to what happened to him in the driveway around Christmas? Yes.
2: Okay. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah.
0: They um, <laughs> just go. They just go flying. <laughs> yes. Oh
2: yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he started wearing boots. Out he the, said on that the you were a hell of a, a
0: hockey way. player too. Was, were you drafted I, by the pig once you said?
2: No, I, I was not.
0: No, uh, is that the who bro- was drafted by the pig? No, he'd, I he'd wasn't us, drafted. I yeah. had
2: people – people were interested. I had I had um, a couple teams call asking if I wanted to play hockey or football. I said football. Same way with, like, college offers. It was more of, like, are you playing football? you have any interest in hockey? And I just kept saying that football was going to be my path. And so mm-hmm. – but I, I enjoyed hockey a lot. I love it. Being back up here, obviously, a day like today, even though how cold it is, you just would go bundle up and find a pond and – Put you a puck down. Do,
0: you, do you still strap on the skates?
2: I haven't I have not I have not put on hockey skates, besides a rental pair like a month ago with my daughter, it's Damn. the first time. So I had to text David Beckus and I said, David, I know you have like a Bauer deal, so send me some dang skates so I can skate with my daughter. I'm not <laughs> nice. using these rentals anymore. Give me a pair of some. Nice. nice. I just got, got,
1: got I got a I got a few pairs of Zubaz there the other go. day when I was yeah, yeah my
2: first ever pair of Zubaz. Man, I got so many of those. I got made fun of in middle school. That's all I wore school. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pair of jeans. Till like eighth grade. That, that was, that was he gave me a tough. pair of yeah.
1: white, blue, and yellow ones. Oh, yeah. He's like, here you go. And I'm like, thinking, am like, when the hell am I going to wear these? I'm like, you know what? Next Any, blues anywhere. game, next blues game I go to, oh. I'm wearing these Zubaz. Anywhere. <laughs> James, man, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely. Guys. Thanks, Shane. Appreciate it, man.